Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a wonderful day to be a born-again believer. Amen. And guess what? If you're breathing today, God still has a purpose for your life. So that's one of the things that we can be thankful for today and really be grateful for is the fact that God still has us here. It is 2023, y'all, and we're still here. That means that God yet has a purpose for our lives. And so I always love to talk to you about the word because here's what I do understand. It's God's word. It's God's word that will keep us, that will protect us, that will give us the strength, the power and the faith that we need to be successful in everything that we do. It is the word of God that's alive and it's powerful. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword is piercing even to that dividing line of the soul and the spirit and the joints of the moral. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And I'm telling you, God's word is able to absolutely change our circumstances. His word is able to give us a fresh start. His word can change darkness into light. I mean, his word has the ability to do great things in our lives if we let it. The Bible says that God's word will go out and accomplish that which he pleased and it will not return unto him void. So what I want you to see today is that it's God's word that's going to make all the difference in the world in your life. Now, let's talk about that because God has been so good to us. He gave us his word, you know, and even as newborn Christians, we need to desire the sincere milk of the word. So God wants us to be successful. He wants us to be blessed in everything that we do. And so today, I do want to talk to you about something. Uh, and I've been trying to preach this message for probably the last uh, couple of days, but I just really uh, haven't been able to put that energy into it that I needed to for that word to come out the way it needed to come out. And so uh, today... I am going to preach this message today. <laughs> Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of the word. We thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost, getting this word, anointing our ears to hear and our hearts to understand. In Jesus' name, amen. So I was talking about the word of God. And so, brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you about the importance of staying connected to that word, about the importance of getting the word in you that you can renew your mind and that you can fulfill the scripture, the verse in Psalms 1, where it says that blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And so that scripture verse, brothers and sisters, is talking about the man, the woman who associates with godly people. You know, who gets their counsel from godly people and not from the world. Because one of the things God wants us to do is get away from the ways of the world. Because the world has its own system. Now, I get it. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We pray and we believe God. The world system doesn't believe God. In fact, they don't believe in God whatsoever, but we do. We know that God is real. We know that faith is the currency of the kingdom. We understand that. If you're a born-again believer, you should understand that God is absolutely the king in this kingdom, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so 
this word that he's talking about is disassociating yourself from the world, from the things of the world. Now, I'm not saying don't live everyday life. That's not what we're saying. But we're saying that keep yourself away from craziness, away from foolishness, away from the things that had you in bondage when you were out there in the first place. You know what I'm talking about. Why would you want to go to the club and hang out in the club when that's where God rescued you from? God saved you from the club. So why would you want to go back there? Why would you want to go back there and revisit with the people there and hang out and do the same things that you were doing when you were in the club? I mean, God set you free from bondage. The Bible says who the Son sets free is free indeed. So you don't want to stand in the way of sinners nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But your, should, your delight should be in the law of God. And so really the Word of God is the thing that you need to put first and foremost in your life. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these other things will be added unto you. So here's your opportunity to really get yourself, separate yourself away from the things of the world. Again, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. You know, if you're shacking up, you really need to consider, you know, I need to live holy. I need to do what God tells me to do. So if she means that much to you, or if you mean that much to her, then it's time for y'all to get married. Now, you might say, Brother Leonard, I'm not ready to be married. Well, then stop shacking up. You don't have to shack up because here's the deal. If you're living with each other, eventually you're going to start breaking God's law. You and I both know that, right? He doesn't want you to fornicate. He doesn't want you to commit adultery. I mean, he said that. So you're going to be doing that, you know, because eventually you guys will have attraction for each other, you know, and you just can't, you just can't do that, you know, and then everything is okay because it's not because you're going to feel, you know, convicted and the devil's going to condemn you because you're giving him the ammunition to do it. The Bible says that Satan is the accuser of the brethren. So he's going to come and he's going to accuse you. Absolutely. Because that's what he does. Because you put yourself in that situation. You know, that's the one thing we need to do. You know, I don't like this thing, this greasy grace kind of living. You know, where you know you save, so you do anything you want to do and God going to forgive me. The problem with that philosophy is, yes, you're, you're washed in the blood of Jesus. I mean, you are sealed until the day of redemption. There's nothing that's going to separate you from the love of God. So we know that. But here's the problem with this whole theory, this greasy grace theory. We think that all of a sudden you're going to get away with everything and you're going to sin and then you're covered by the blood. No, the problem is the Bible says the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life. So when you go out and you do all those things, you living in the world and you do all those things that they're doing, right? And you start, you know, fornicating or committing adultery. The problem is it's sin and it attracts Satan. It's kind of like poo-poo attracts flies, right? And honey attracts bees. It's the same way. If you're doing those things, I promise you, you're going to attract the devil all up in your life. Yeah, you thought you were getting away with it, but now you're finding out that it's getting the best of you. And sin pays wages. So what happens 
is you may not die physically right away, and neither did Adam and Eve, right? When God said, the day that you eat this fruit off this tree, you shall surely die. You know, the fruit off the tree of good and evil, and of the knowledge of good and evil, I'm sorry. And so when they did, they didn't die right away, but boy, did they get separated from God. So you start doing these things, right? And things in your life begin to die. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about things that good things begin to die because, listen, if you're committing adultery, the bond between you and your spouse will begin to die. Satan will be in the middle. And the Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? So you can't have a woman on the side. You can't have a man on the side, right? And then call yourself a child of God because you're violating the marriage bed. So you can't do that. And if you're fornicating, right, then what you're doing is sinning against your body. So you're not supposed to do that. And if you feel like you can't abstain from that kind of thing, then you have to get married, you know? And so if you don't, you commit sin and you're opening the door up for Satan to attack you, to attack you in different areas of your life. Now, I know it sounds crazy, but away with this greasy grace theory. Guys, God said you're holy. Be ye holy for I am holy. You should be doing your best to be like Jesus. We always say we want to be like Jesus. I remember when Michael Jordan was in his heyday uh, of the Chicago Bulls. He played basketball, one of the most popular players on the planet, if not the most popular. And everybody wanted to be like Mike. They even had a song, I want to be like Mike, right? Well, guess what? Christians should want to be like Christ. We should want to be like Jesus. And guess what? If we want to be like him, then we have to abstain from all that that sin and out there doing that stuff. You know, yes, sometimes we have issues. We have bondages, things we have to break. Well, that's where the word comes in at. See, as you study the word of God and as you get the word of God on the inside of you, what happens is it helps you break the hold of sin in your life. Right. I mean, as you study the word, it's amazing. You know, people who are addicted to certain things. I don't care if it's pornography, if it's um, if it's alcohol, if it's drugs, if it's um, anything you can think of that will cause an addiction. Did you know that the word of God is able to break that addiction as you study and meditate the word? The Bible says it renews your mind. And as your mind is being renewed, that hold on your flesh is is being uh, pulled is being pulled off you every day. That's why the Bible says who the son sets free is free indeed. You know you set free by the word of God. Did you know that? Guys, you don't have to sit up here and be a bondage, be in bondage to anything. You don't have to be in bondage to sin because God will totally set you free if you're willing. Right. And it's through the word of God. And so you have to be able to abstain from all that craziness. You know, and if even if you fall, the Bible says. That if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. What that does is that puts you back in fellowship with the Lord. Now, remember this. You can never be out of relationship with God because relationship is who you are to God. 
So I'm God's son. I can never stop being God's son. It's too late. I've already accepted him. He's my father. So I can't ever stop being his son. But I can mess my fellowship up with him. Because if I put sin ahead of him and I start sinning and not asking him, you know, for forgiveness and receiving forgiveness and I continue to fellowship with the devil right through my sins, then that puts a barrier between me and God's relationship. And we don't need that. So, guys, Satan doesn't have any power over you. Sin doesn't have any power over you. The only time it has power over you is when you give it power over you. That's how, when you give it power. So, if you give sin power, then it will reign over you. And it will reward you handsomely. I promise you. The thing is about sin is that once it's finished, the Bible says it brings forth death. And so what it does, it begins to kill things in your life. And you don't want that. It begins to destroy things in your life. And you don't need that. So, brothers and sisters, God bless you. And I want to talk about this more because I think it's worth talking about. I think it's worth it because people are in this situation where, you know, they're going through uh, things. They're going through uh, problems. You know, they're going through these things. And they need, they need God's help. You need God's help. And if you're out there and you're struggling with sin... Listen, brothers and sisters, it's time to ask God to help you. Ask him for forgiveness so that you're not all up in that condemnation, man. You don't want to be there. I promise you. Listen, if you don't know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to end it right here because I'm going to pick this back up because I think it's worth talking about. If you don't know the Lord as your Lord and Savior, here's your opportunity. Jesus said, today you hear my voice, heart, and not your heart. So why don't you accept him as Lord? If you want to, say this from your heart and say this with your mouth. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now. I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. I repent of my sins. Say, Jesus, I believe you died for my sins. And Lord Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead. And I ask you right now to come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, I accept you now and I'm a Christian and I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer and you believe that in your heart, you're a child of God. I want you to find you a good Bible believing church that preached the word of God. And also, I want you to get you a good Bible, a Bible app, download it so that you can get into the word of God and so that you can be a successful Christian. Brothers and sisters, I love you. I'll be back on. We will finish up Psalms 1 because I think it's worth talking about. You know, and we need to talk about it more because we got brothers and sisters out there doing all sorts of things, you know, and I'm going to tell you guys and I'm not being con I'm not trying to condemn you. But listen, you have to come out of those homosexual relationships and those lesbian relationships. You do. You can't you can't do that, you know, because that's going to pull on your life. And Satan has so many areas to attack you. When you're doing that, because God never gave you a license to do that. So I'm just telling you. And so that's something we'll talk about next time. I don't want to hit you with too much today. But listen, I love you. God bless you. This is Brother Leonard. Y'all have a blessed day.